The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus BetQL Network. Crowd goes crazy and why not? John Morant is with his famous crossover move there and then is able to elevate before Wembenyana can get back. And hello, Wemby, let me introduce you to Mr. Morant. Y'all haven't met before. <laughs> Oh, those Grizzlies backers are just salivating after that one last night. Welcome to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL on YouTube and follow us on X at BetQL Daily. Joining us on a jam-packed program today, Von Dalzell will have his favorite Week 18 NFL bets and some NBA plays for you as well on this happy hump day. And then at 11.20 Eastern time, Jason Logan tells us what we need to know as we prep for the NFL regular season finale. We heard about the Grizzlies and the Spurs, and, you know, it was interesting for me, Joe, in terms of my bets last night, where, you know, overall I did okay, did a lot of research and prep mostly last night, but in terms of my bets, I did just fine, except the Grizzlies-Spurs went way under the total that I bet over on, so it was one of those, like, humbling experiences where the bankroll is just fine, but that one miss was a really, really bad miss, Uh, but how did you do last night? Yeah, they they did bounce back, obviously, last night. But, um, you know, interesting. We didn't talk about it, you know, yesterday in our return. But over the break, after they got all that steam, like they rattled off three straight losses. So they're, they're still way off when uh, they were getting steamed after that one uh, big job Morant game in his return. 
So overall, including then, they're two and three with him. So that's uh, certainly noteworthy. I'm sure the numbers aren't back. Maybe the beginning of the season mattered just a little bit. Just a little yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. Imagine if they don't lose, win that one overtime game too. Uh, Pitt was a loser for me. Uh, they stunk it up in the second half. It's one of those games, 17% on threes. So that was bad. I was kicking myself because – the games that I was really close on that I was contemplating were, you know, mid-range favorites. It was like Purdue to want to take lay five and a half with Purdue on the road in, in an early conference game. In the end, I did not. Uh, I was considering Wisconsin. You know, Iowa is nowhere near as good as they, as they have been in recent years. I was considering Wisconsin laying it was a similar price, five and a half. I'm like, do I usually do want to go to Madison. Did I want to go to Madison? I did not. So... I was looking at a couple of conference uh, game favorites that, and then I backed away in the end. And of course, both those were winners. Anytime you can go to Madison, I think everyone got on the show. Well, I mean, that's, that's the trend right now. That's what's yeah. happening in 2024. Like right. there's an excuse, long train, whatever, two days. Don't care. I'm in. Oh my god! Go I love so. it. How about Shea Gilgis Alexander? I mean, OKC, they beat the Celtics mm-hmm. last night. I thought that was impressive. And now his uh, MVP odds, he's, gosh, he's really moving up the board, it seems like, every week. I still haven't placed an MVP vet bet in the NBA. A little tongue right. twister there for me. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I was thinking about is now a good time to maybe take a flyer on Giannis. I mean, his odds are just getting longer and longer. I think we all kind of decided to pass on Luca when we talked about it last, but now it looks like a three-man race with Embiid, Jokic, and uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander. So that one's interesting. As for my bet, so bonus, uh, the triple-double didn't hit. He only had four assists, but uh, he got the double-double. So, yeah. What's with the Giannis move? What is that? The fact that the Bucks have been Over. disappointing. I mean, what is it like? Giannis is still like outspoken, and he's still you know perturbed or whatever. Like, I wonder if like we're looking at say overall reputation, and Giannis is just like one notch below say everybody else. Like, we're sort of falling in love with Jokic all over again because the Nuggets are mm. great, and then the, the Sixers are unbelievable, and I think so. That's you know renewed confidence in them, and I wonder you know sort of more philosophical than anything else. But like, sometimes I think whenever we're looking at like the MVP market and things like that, like we only have the bandwidth for like two to three people. And Giannis is starting to get squeezed out because a SGA is sort of bursting onto the scene. And that would probably be my best guess. Like the numbers are still good. Like he's still an exceptional basketball player, but that's probably my best guess is that Milwaukee is just not on the same footing as some of these other top teams in the East. Yeah. And they lose to Indy again. Um, but that 64 game is still in recent memory. That's why I'm surprised to look at it. And he's an established star, the guy that's won this award. And, you know, every night it's 30, you know, double-double, sometimes triple-double. And, like, mm-hmm. the other night it was a triple-double. And I, 19-1 doesn't make sense. You're making me think about it, Aaron, because I have not placed an MVP I... bet either. And he's the only guy I've really considered when you count in the value. I agree. I mean, his odds are much longer now than when we talked about. I want to say it was around 12 to 14 to 1 when we talked about MVP mm-hmm. last. Yeah, yeah. And now you're getting – it's even more of a buy low spotted. If they do start to click and get things together, uh, that is a spot where I would pounce on it. As for yeah. SGA, I mean, 
couple days ago, he dropped 40 as they beat the Nuggets. I mean, he's just been so impressive this season. Mm -hmm. I, I did back OKC to win that particular division. It's the Southwest, if I'm not mistaken, or whichever they I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> but does. that is one where I, I sort of like the overall collective, and it was something where coaching coming into the season I felt was really good because they're sort of doing these revolutionary things defensively where their stars are able to shine in terms of you know creating transition and all that good stuff. So definitely that makes a lot of sense to me. And as far as like other futures plays uh, in the NBA, I don't know if anything else just stands out right now. Like if any other performances or teams are doing anything special. I mean, you know, I do wonder when the Warriors are going to make a move uh, because they're still sort of mired in misery in the Western Conference. But maybe they make a play and then someone there can make a move. But other than that, nothing really stands out to me. Yeah, we, just to circle back quickly, we, we mentioned the Grizzlies a few yeah. moments ago. The Make the playoffs, best numbers, plus 730. I want to say after that first jaw game, it was 8-1, to one, plus 850, and, mm -hmm. it, and it dropped that morning. And uh, the title odds are 130-1 to one is the best number that you could find. So they are they have been kind of trending back, but not where they were. But, um, mm -hmm. I mean, okay, there's another couple weeks off the calendar. And they haven't really gained any ground. So thing that comes to mind is that the betting market is telling us that the Texans are three points better on a neutral field. And I have a tough time buying into that based on what we've seen this year in the sample size. And when you throw everything in, I know nobody wants to back the Colts. That's the other element of this. And we're still sitting here week 18. They've won the majority of their games. They've uh, created themselves a position where they can be in the playoffs with a win. And still, nobody believes in the Colts. They would need a little help, obviously, for them to win the division. A win and a Jacksonville loss uh, is what we're looking at. But, you know, opening as the favorite, people are all in on the Texans. All right, Stroud got the uh, cobwebs out. He, he's back, and uh, he's going to be the guy that we saw earlier in the season. They think they're going to go on the road and dominate. So I think I think it's really interesting. I'm not surprised because nobody's been backing Indy pretty much all season long, right? Um, maybe as an underdog, but not so much as a favorite. And now there's been so much love on the Texans that now the Colts are going to be able to play up that underdog role. Yeah, I think there's a lot to love about the Texans. They're just a young, fun team. They've been a surprise this season. And there's not, like, the Colts don't have that, like, sexy, fun factor, but they've been getting it done. I wanted to fade the Colts all season, and I've been burned. I've been wrong. I think this line is right, and I'd probably just stay away from it at this point. Yeah, I can certainly see myself staying away from it as well, just because I, I still and like I've watched the Colts enough this year. It's not like I've yeah. been living in a cave this whole time, but I keep going like, all right, what impresses me the most about them? Like, what do I really like about the Colts? We go, OK, yeah, that's really tough to beat or wow, that's really innovative or any of those things. It, it's really hard mm -hmm. to put my finger on it, even when it's I look at the coach, up, you know, right? stats and stuff. Yeah, it's just that. It's like Steichen just knows how to run a program. That's about it, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know what else to point to where I go, wow, Gardner Minshew, that's a really, really tough throw, and he does it all the time. Or this defense is doing et cetera, et cetera. Like, even when I was, you know, looking at other stuff and researching other things, it's like, okay, the Colts have one of the higher rate of quick pressures in the NFL. Okay, that's kind of cool. You know, that pass rush can be, you know, a little tricky to deal with, especially if they're able to penetrate bad offensive lines. But is that going to be a problem against the Texans and CJ Stroud, who seems to be doing all sorts of things, you know, well beyond his years, Joe? Yeah, I mean, and it, it was so long ago, 
but it's like another season at this point, especially when you have a rookie quarterback on one side. But if you go back mm-hmm. to week two, the Colts found a way to win that game and Stroud threw for 384 yards. Like, how did they do it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But we've been saying that all season long. Are we going to be saying that on their way into the playoffs? Next week, we're sitting here talking about the Colts matchup. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. I could see I could see a situation <laughs> where, you know, CJ Stroud and the Texans do it again, but I also don't think this this is a Colts team that's just gonna lay down. Like this isn't gonna be an easy uh matchup here. So I I I could understand why the line is where it is and Nah, I'm not interested as much as I love it. Is it minus it, one and a half everywhere or is it? No, I see mostly one. Minus one at BetMGM right okay. now. I just saw one and a yeah. half now too. Yeah, I saw yeah. one sports okay. book that had a two. Oh, man, if it trends that way, I don't see it getting up to three. But I would be <laughs> on the Colts in a yeah. minute uh, as far as that goes. Uh, uh, but but like changing the fifth, flipping favorites one to one, it's uh-huh. not that big of a deal. Like it's notable okay. that the favorite changed, but I don't know that it's that big of a deal. Um, I still think this one's it's that line's right. It's a coin flip. Okay, money's coming in this side. Let's make them the favorite. It's a coin flip. It's probably going to come down to the fourth quarter, maybe even the last possession. Mm-hmm. Any teaser appeal there for you if this gets to like one and a half, oh, or even if, if sort of two becomes a little bit better? Like I know it's a higher total, but it is a division game, so sometimes those games turn out to be a good bit lower. And if the Colts really are this feisty, pesky kind of a team, I might pull the trigger on that part. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. This week, what are you going to hook it up with? Do you? I, I'm not bringing any favorites down. I'll tell you that much. Now, if you oh, sure. put a dog Ravens. up, where where do you go? Like Minnesota. I love the no. other game that day with the Ravens. What? But we don't know what's happening yet. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be Huntley, right? I assume so. I would assume but, so. And he's good. Win. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm fine with the Ravens, but there's yeah. no sense in doing it now. If we hear something today or tomorrow about the Ravens, they make all these announcements about starters or they say something, the line's going to go haywire, right? So mm-hmm. how far will it go? I, I would just <sighs> wait at this point. Because it could go five. I mean, as crazy as it is to say, Pittsburgh has a five-point road favorite. I just think Baltimore, even if they do sit some starters or some injured guys in Lamar, just knowing how Harbaugh, how serious he even takes the preseason, I think the the Ravens roster overall is so much better than the Steelers. Would make a good Good bit of sense specifically in this position. I get it. I'm uncomfortable talking about it, but it makes a whole lot of sense. I I am looking forward to sharing this one, and then you guys can just, you know. Steelers by margin on the road in Baltimore. I don't care. I know, I know. This is Big Girl Daily presented by Benham Jam. Coming up next, we power rank the quarterbacks, play callers, and head coaches that we trust the most in the playoffs and the one we absolutely do not. And I promise you, feathers will be ruffled. 
right here on the BetQL Network. <laughs>